She lived in fear for years. Her chronic pain and ongoing health issues dictated what each day looked like. But just like so many of us, she still allowed her self-worth to be tied to how much she was able to accomplish in a day. But her big breakthrough didn't happen until she realized that she didn't fit into a standard formula for health and fitness. And her journey from one week to the next was going to have to look a lot different than everyone else around her. I am so excited to introduce you to Heather Thomas today. She's a mom that I've had the opportunity to coach for the past two years and honestly, one of the bravest people I know. And today we're chatting about her cardio days and her fear of strength training, her fear of food, the comparison game, and how she had to work hard to get her highs and lows to level off so she didn't feel like she was on a constant roller coaster. The coolest thing is towards the end of this conversation, we talk about what she can actually accomplish today, which is so awesome. She's come a long way. You are going to love this. Let's dive in. Hey friend, my name is Megan Dahlman. As a certified trainer and nutrition coach, I'm on a mission to change the conversation around fitness, nutrition, and taking care of ourselves as moms. If you're tired of restrictive fad diets and all or nothing workouts, in a culture that tries to sell you the lie that your value is tied to the number on the scale, then you're in the right place. I'm here to equip and encourage you to take simple steps towards the healthy life you want for yourself and the people you love. Welcome to Self-Care Simplified. Well, Heather, welcome to the podcast. I am, I'm super excited to have you here. And I just have to say, I have this like image stamped in my brain (laughs) of you posting victorious pictures, all bundled up in your winter gear, going out (laughs) for walks in like the deep, cold Minnesotan winter. Oh my goodness. (laughs) It's been a brutal winter. How cold did it get? What was the coldest walk that you ever went on? Um, it's always like in the winter, you just expect it to be in the negative. So if it's not windy, I usually, even if it was like in the negatives, I would bundle up with all my gear on and go out. But if the wind, if the wind, the wind is brutal here on the prairie. So I tend to not want to go out when it's super windy. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> well, that dedication is really inspiring first off and getting out there to just move your body some days when it doesn't feel like you can do anything else, just like braving the temperatures and just getting a walk in. And I, I just know so many of those pictures that you've posted in the coaching group were moments of victory. It wasn't like, I hate my life right now. It was more like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm so proud of myself. (laughs) No, because two years ago I would have just, I was, I hunkered down. I didn't go outside, but I quickly realized how much I felt better being outdoors versus constantly being on the treadmill. Like I would just stay on the treadmill that that was my thing. And I just, I felt so much better being outside in the fresh air versus being indoors all day long, especially in Minnesota, when the winters can start at the end of October and go sometimes into May and rough years. Yeah, I, I totally agree. There's something really like trapping about being on a treadmill, even though when you go outside and you go for a walk, you're doing the same exact motion. It's the same movement. You're moving your body, using the same muscles, 
but even studies have shown that there is something about like a walk outside does wonders for your physical body and your mental health too. Yeah. Well, one of my greatest joys as your coach has been to watch you fight to prioritize your health. And I think that that's such a good example of it, of I'm going to get out there. I'm going to bundle up and make this happen. Um, because all the odds have been stacked against you (laughs) literally. (laughs) And I mean, for starters, you're a really very busy homeschooling mom of two kids and you live in this pretty extreme client, but those, and, and I know for a lot of moms, those things alone would be enough to deter anybody from making their health a priority on a regular basis. It's kind of like, I'll just wait until things without, you know, but that's not all you have had to endure a lot of unique personal health challenges as well. Can you give us an insight into some of what your biggest health challenges have been? At the age of 20, I think 23, I was diagnosed with what's called interstitial cystitis. It's a painful bladder disease. It acts like a a bladder infection, but there's never ever infection and there's no cure for it. I have a pacemaker in my back that controls my symptoms and I've been in remission, I would say roughly for three or four years. Um, I never say that it goes away because it's, it's still there, but I manage my symptoms. How does the pacemaker work for that? Cause whenever I hear pacemaker, I always think like for the heart, like the electrical impulses in your heart. So if I'm having a flare, I could go up to the bathroom up to any from 20 to 60 times a day. And it takes a lot of energy out of you. So having the pacemaker brings it down to like going maybe every two to three hours versus every hour on the hour kind of thing. It's much more manageable. Yeah, that's much more manageable. So, well, and I know that that's not the only thing either. You recently had your gallbladder removed too, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was an unexpected thing. I went in for a CT scan just to see how my um, back was doing because I have a slight bulging disc on my L5S1 and they were thinking about doing a shot and lo and behold I had gallstones and that some of my symptoms that I was going through over the last few years um, weren't just you know tummy aches (laughs) it was gallstones so I had to get my gallbladder removed last it was a year ago in February oh my goodness and on top of that too you've been dealing with certain um food allergies, food sensitivities? Yeah, the food sensitivities are um, some of it directly related to my bladder disease. I, I just can't seem to, my system can't tolerate like really acidic foods or spicy foods. So I have a very um, bland diet for the most part. <laughs> boring. <laughs> boring. Very boring. Yeah. But I'm sure like knowing the results of, if you were to have a spicy meal, like, oof, I don't want to deal with those effects. And I know that you've experienced that even recently of like, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to just explore this meal. And then you pay for it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, You know, sometimes, and some of it is, um, I don't want to be in fear anymore of food. Um, I was given a list when I was 24 of these are the maybe possible trigger foods. 
And so I, I just constantly avoided them just out of fear all the time. So I'm trying to be a little more adventurous and see if there are foods on those lists that I can tolerate and I can reintroduce into um, my life again, because it's, it's quite, and I don't want to be in fear of food. Being ca- I, I'm cautious though still too, but you know, like I went on vacation in Dallas and it was just too much. Like, I mean, when you go to Texas, there is nothing but <laughs> seasoned food down there. Oh boy. Yeah. Seasons, <laughs> food, seasoned food, high fat food. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. And my body said, no, you just can't like, because we were in a hotel and we didn't have, like, we always used to stay in an Airbnb and I control our food, um, parameters when we're on vacation. And even for my husband, my husband has some dietary things too. And it just got to be too much. And he said, you know, this is just, you know, something it was kind of eye opening for us and how, you know, yeah, that's just not who we are staying in a hotel for five days and living out, you know, on restaurant food. Right. It's probably a good reminder of, okay, these other habits and behaviors that we had put in place, like this is a reminder of why these are important yep. to us. <laughs> so yep. our next trip is our next trip is going to look very different. <laughs> well, I'd love to know more, a little bit about your story and background, because I've known you for about two years now, you know, two years ago, you started coaching with me, but before then, what was, what was your life like back then? Because I know that you were really boiling with all of these health issues and, and, and struggling with certain things. So can you paint a picture of what things looked like for you back then? Um, I was all about cardio and, um, out exercise, what I ate. And I was all about, um, everything. My self-worth was tied to how much I could accomplish in a day, you know, like, you know, it wasn't enough that I just did a three mile walk. <laughs> I had to go out and garden for two, three hours and I had to get X amount of steps and homeschool my kids and make sure the meal is on at, you know, 5 p.m. by the time my husband got home. Like I was tying my self-worth to being able to, to like check all these things off to make me, I don't know, feel like I, I was worthy. So it probably felt like you were kind of in this like rat race of like trying to keep up doing a lot, but then you, you have a body that's saying, no, we, we can't, (laughs) I mean, what did that look like for you? It was not good. I, I, my sleeping was horrible. You know, I, I, you know, with the disease that I have, it would, it tends to disrupt your sleep anyways, because it kind of just plays havoc on your nervous system as well. So I was kind of sleep deprived, you know, homeschooling, you know, and um, learning all that. That was all new. I mean, my son didn't, we didn't start out homeschooling. My son went to public school for two years and then we decided to pull him out of the school system. So, I mean, yeah, it was, I I wasn't being kind to myself. I I had really high expectations for a body that was saying, wait a minute, I can't Mm -hmm. do this. And I, I get sick a lot. I get run down a lot. Um, I, there was times that we had, you know, obligations that I just had to say no, because I was pull out because I was 
too, like doing too much and expected too much out of myself. So you're just like running your body into the ground and ignoring all the signals that were telling you, take a beat, step back and give it a little bit of a different style of self-care. Yeah. In that season of life, how did you mentally feel about your body? What things about your body really discouraged you? Just the inconsistency. You know, I was very like, I was in highs and lows constantly inconsistencies, um, being in pain, um, just feeling insecure in my body, feeling like it's broken. And I would get very frustrated and stressed because I couldn't depend on how it was going to behave from one day to the next. And I wanted to control it and I couldn't. And it was frustrating. Yeah. I can imagine that that was just like just weighs on you after a while, for sure. So what was it that compelled you to, to try something different, to approach it in a different manner, or to just commit to something like the coaching program with me? Where, where was your mind at in that moment? So two years ago, it'll be almost two years ago. I got to sit in on um, a similar like zoom meeting and listen to some health stuff that people were doing and losing a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of, I went into it knowing that I probably wouldn't be able to do it just because of my health dynamics and I can't eat certain foods and I can't take certain supplements. I can't even take certain vitamins that are over the counter in the store. And I just remember coming away from that meeting so frustrated. I'm like, I need to do something with my life. Something's got to change. And I, I prayed on it and I know later that night I started Googling things and I found you, (laughs) I don't remember. I don't remember what I Googled, but I remember coming across and then I saw that your program was only, I don't remember what it was. And your doors were actually open, which was because you only open your doors once or twice a year and they were actually open. I'm like, what do I have to lose? And here we are. <laughs> That's amazing. And I know that since then you've done a bunch of my other programs that I offer to, you know, like jumpstart 30 and even back fix and jumpstart 60. And, you know, so it's, it has not been a linear process for you by any means. So I think it's helpful to hear like, okay, you sign up for the good and right and healthy thing to do. And so we sometimes have like expectations of what your journey forward from there is going to be. So when you had finally committed to that, what did you expect that journey to look like for you? Oh, I, I had such unrealistic goals. <laughs> Don't <laughs> we all? <laughs> I thought that I was just going to lose weight right away. Like, you know, I'm like, well, even in, in six months, that would be awesome that I would be training my half marathons within that six months. You know, I used to walk half marathons, sometimes think that there's a magic fix for it. Like someone's going to wave this like magic wand. So yeah, I just thought, you know, it was going to be this easy thing. And then I started diving more into what your program was. And I got a little like, like, oh, there's not a lot of cardio here. And I'm, I, I'm all about the cardio. It was comfortable for me. And I think 
I think it was after our first coaching call, like you had to tell me, like, I had been in the program for two, three weeks, like, okay, you need to start doing the strength training now. I mean, that's why you're here kind of thing. And I was scared. Yeah. It was new to me. Yeah. I know it can be so daunting when like everything up to that point in your life, like your habits, your go-to habits look a certain way. And you, you suddenly have to like come to the realization, like, okay, all these things that I've been trying, I have to admit that they're not working for me anymore, which means it means I'm going to have to step outside of my comfort zone and try something new and different. And, but I just, I've, I've seen, especially the other people around you in your life, like your husband, (laughs) um, you know, just confirming like how much better your body feels now that you're doing more of muscle building work, strength training versus those days of just lots of cardio. Right. Yes. And my husband, giving him a little plug here. He is always said, you need strength training. You need strength training. And he's like, why after all these years that it took Megan (laughs) (laughs) for you to listen, but I will say, in the past, when I did try strength training, I always ended up injured. Mm. I went into it too fast. I don't think I did techniques. Like, I just, like, some of the programs out there just weren't a good fit for me. And I just think it took that time to, like, oh, it's okay to go slow. And it's okay to stay put on week one if you have to for two weeks in a row. Okay, I want to cut in here because do you think it's actually possible to make big health and life transformations in just a few minutes a day? I know that sounds real cute and probably a little cliche, but is it actually true? I'm sure you're thinking about your own body right now and saying to yourself, what my body really needs is a major overhaul, Megan. Going for a walk here and there and drinking more water isn't going to do jack squat. Yep, I get it. But you have to start somewhere. And jumping into the deep end with a major overhaul is the absolute worst thing you could do. You're gonna get overwhelmed, frustrated, and eventually quit. I'm sure you've been there, done that. So if you're feeling like it's time to do something and you just know that your personality is gonna wanna try and change all the things, don't do that. And come join me in my Jumpstart 30 program instead. I'll help you jumpstart your exercise and nutrition habits the right way, the sustainable way, in just 30 days and in less than 10 minutes a day. It's way easier and actually cheaper than you think. To get started, head on over to vigeofit.com slash jumpstart, or I'll just drop the link in the show notes for you too. I'll see you there. And I know you've done um, a, a program that I no longer actually have the Couch to Strong Mama program, but I've morphed that into something called Get Strong 30. And that's the whole purpose of that 30-day program is to basically teach you how to lift weights safely. And we start so slow and so easy and carefully. And it takes, you know, my entire goal of it is taking that intimidating factor out of it and showing you like how awesome this can be and how great your body can feel. Like, don't you wish like you could go back to yourself like three, four, five years ago and be like, if only you knew. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Because I, I feel like I'd be that farther ahead, you know, but you know, 
hindsight's 2020. I know, right. For all of us. Well, going back to kind of when you jumped into the program two years ago and when you started like just shifting your habits and, um, everything was starting to look a little bit different, but what, what was something that you did have to realize right away? Because I know that you were expecting like a linear journey, some expectations of that linear journey, high expectations. How did you realize that those expectations had to change? I, I realized that I was going to have to, um, go slow and it, it was okay to go slow. And it was more about progress and not, um, perfection or how fast I was going through the program. And it, it did it. I really had to dial everything back to just bare basics. And there were days that, you know, if I worked out on Monday and it would just kick my butt and I'd have to wait till, you know, Thursday to work out again, where other moms were posting like daily, <laughs> you know, Hey, I got ABC, you know, like they're checking them all off for the week. And I'm like, Ooh, I got workout A and I'm still waiting for my body to, um, cooperate so I can get workout B in. <laughs> So giving yourself lots more recovery time, taking it slow, not progressing as, as aggressively from one yes. week to the next. Absolutely. I just couldn't, it just wasn't in the cards. And as much as I tried, it always seemed to backfire. And then I would be recuperating for a week versus just uh, a few days. Was this a pretty big mindset hurdle for you? Like to feel like, oh, I'm sure like, like your drive was far bigger than what your body was capable of doing. Like that had oh, to yeah. be just a huge mindset hurdle. It was, it was a huge mindset hurdle. Cause I wanted to go, go, go. Like my mind wanted to go, mm-hmm. but my body was saying, yeah, no, we, we need to uh, deal with some of these things that you just kept you know, basically I had been injuring my body for years, you know, and it was saying, it was saying time out mm-hmm. and we need to take this at a slower pace, whether you like it or not. And I didn't like it at times. And I, I know I, I talked to you about that a lot with just being frustrated. Like mm-hmm. I, but you reminded me that I had to put my blinders on and my journey it's going to look different than somebody else's journey. And I had to get out of that comparison trap and I I get stuck in the comparison trap because I want to be, you know, out there doing all these amazing things all the time. I know we put ourselves on like these scales, you know, like against other people and we want to keep up mentally with everybody else and physically. And it's so hard and humbling for us to put those blinders on and be like, my situation is my own. Like, this is my own journey. I am not here to try to keep up with anybody else. I need to do what's the right and the good thing for my body right now. That is so hard to do. It is. It's, it's extremely frustrating especially when you, you know, when you first start out, it, my goal was, I mean, at first was just, I wanted to lose weight. I needed to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And that was my primary goal. And when you're not, when you're in that mindset of doing cardio and thinking you're going to burn all these calories and lose weight. And it, it becomes frustrating when you're stuck 
you know, in slow mode. (laughs) But you weren't stuck. I feel like that's the difference, you know, is like finally realizing like this feels like I'm stuck, but I'm actually just going at a, at a slow pace, which is still a, is still a pace. Like I'm still moving forward. That's yeah. really hard <laughs> to wrap our brains around. <laughs> Do you feel like yeah. you've come to grips with that now? Like you can kind of sit back and recognize like, okay, it's slow, but I'm still moving. I'm still going somewhere here. Yeah. I, I finally feel more peace with it. I mean, there's still like, I still have some maybe unrealistic expectations in my mind of what I want to do. Um, but I think jumpstart 30 and especially jumpstart 60 dealing with the mindset aspect in that program made me really realize some of the expectations that I had were unrealistic and that my worth wasn't tied to that scale or how many miles I did a week or what I accomplished. Yeah. So you've come a long ways, you know, not just with your body and what your body is doing now strength wise, but I feel like you could probably confidently say that your mind and your heart about the journey and about your body has changed significantly you're probably more on guard against that comparison game and you can put those blinders on a little bit easier, but I would love to hear just a little more insight into some of the ways that, that God has been speaking to you personally through this journey and, and talking with you about who you are along this journey. Just, I had a lot of fear, a lot of fear. And when you are someone who deals with chronic pain, um, you tend to let fear dictate and I always that fear tends to make you guarded and um, makes you not want to explore new things um, I didn't so that fear just I struggled with it you know you don't want to be in pain you want to you stay guarded you don't want to do things that may upset or cause you pain. And God quickly showed me that, that it's okay. It's okay to be uncomfortable. That's how you grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't, you know, I, well, you and I have talked, I like routine. I don't like things upset and change because, you know, just because I think because of the unpredictability of my health, I, I like, I like things to stay consistent, but yeah. I've really grown with that. It's okay to not know and um, just to take it day by day. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's true. Like I started focusing. I think that's what the jumpstart programs really helped me. You never let me see past the first day. <laughs> and that was eye-opening and huge because I would become so overwhelmed and stressed mm-hmm. by all of it. That, that I just zeroed it in. So I think I've grown a lot in that way too. The, you know what, I'm not worried about what's coming down the road in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about what I need to accomplish today. And then I'll worry about tomorrow. So those are just some of the things I feel like God has really worked on my heart. It really reminds me. Yeah. It reminds me as you're saying that the verse of do not worry about tomorrow, you know, for 
it has enough troubles of its own, like worry about today, like just stay with today, stay focused on today. And you're right. Like that is a very intentional aspect of those programs is like, I don't give you all like in jumpstart 30. I don't give you all 30 days at once. I give you one day at a time because our, our tendency is to do exactly what you wanted to do is to see, see the big picture all at once. And I think that God, God does that with us too. You know, he's like, if I showed you everything all at once, you'd really freak out. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. But like to just take it one day at a time. And I know you're right. It does sound cliche, but that's so important. We need that constant reminder. Absolutely. Well, practically speaking, what do you feel is something that you can do right now that you couldn't do a couple of years ago that makes you the most proud of all of your accomplishments? Body weight training only. Like I always was able to like put hand weights in or go to machines and lift weights. But um, Jumpstart 60 really made me work. Um, I'm just, you know, body strength only, like you didn't have any weights. And so when I was able, like, I love doing um, inchworms now and I couldn't do them to save my life. Like, I remember talking to you about it too, like, what are these things? But I actually <laughs> love doing them. I love how it flows to like going down into a plane yeah. and then pushing myself back up. But I would say, yeah, just the, like the body strength um, aspect of, I always struggled with body weight. I was never someone who was coordinated or balanced. And I started feeling coordinated a little bit and balance was coming and I had a huge breakthrough in December where I re I don't even remember what the exercise was Megan but I just remember feeling that feeling of accomplishing that exercise was I don't even know what the feelings were I just remember crying like I it felt like and it just quickly became this is not about like I don't even care about the scale anymore this is not about the scale this is about what what can I do with my body and look how far I've come. And I didn't see it two years ago. That wasn't even in my radar, you know, to do some of these exercises. And it just felt amazing to accomplish. Oh my gosh. I know. I, I wish I knew what that exercise was. Cause I, I can't come... remember <laughs> what it was. <laughs> There's probably a number of them, but it, you're so right. I think we don't understand what that feels like and, and how important that sense of accomplishment would be to us until we achieve it. We just get so fixated on the number on the scale and be like, well, that's, that's, what's going to dictate my success or not. But when you can do something like an inchworm, which is really challenging, it is hard. And you can, you can do that and look back and be like, I did that. That is far more motivating and exciting and worth celebrating than just seeing like a number change. Oh, this is cool. And, I, and I'm, now I'm like, all right, let's, let's see what I can accomplish and, you know, where the, my body can take me six months down the road. And, and that's, I'm, I've kind of, I'm a, I'm a goal oriented person and like, mm -hmm. checklist and, I'm just like, you know what, I, I'm just going to enjoy the ride and see what Megan puts out every month and see where it takes me. And that's a very freeing thing for me because normally I want to accomplish 
X, Y, and Z by a certain amount of time. And I've taken that time segment off. Now, like, it's not, it's not important anymore. What a, like, lift of a burden, like to feel that pressure release (laughs) of like, yeah, it's okay to have goals and to want to see yourself improve, but to not put such like so much pressure surrounding it and put all your eggs in that basket and to just like, let sit back and realize like, just going to see where this goes. I'm going to take it one day at a time. I'm going to do the right thing today. The thing that my body needs right now today. And I'm just going to keep marching forward. So good. Well, I always love to end with a really helpful, just simple word of advice for the mom that's listening. So if you could, you know, I I like picturing a billboard, you know, if you could write something on a billboard that a mom would have to drive past every single day, like on the way to school, on the way to get groceries, and she'd have to read it every day to just be reminded of something really important. What would you want that to say? My sister for Christmas gave me two necklaces and it said, still I rise. Mm -hmm. And the other one said brave on it. Mm -hmm. It was her reminder to me that I rise every day, no matter what obstacle is thrown my way. And that I'm brave every day that I get up and face challenges. So to the moms out there, still I rise. And just be brave in whatever you're doing, whether it's just, hey, I'm going to accomplish just going for a walk or just being brave to say, hey, it's okay that I didn't get to work out at all this week and and admit that because sometimes it's very hard for us moms. Like, I'm sure there's other moms out there like me that feel like their their self-worth is tied to what they're accomplishing. And that's not true our our identity is in Christ and how much he loves us and that we're a child of God and he's not tallying what what we're accomplishing we're putting works on it and that he took that away for you know for us what he did on the cross you know and it's just a reminder so good well you are honestly one of the bravest people I know (laughs) and you're ability to, to constantly rise again and again and again and again, despite all the odds and, and here you are. So I'm just so proud of you and you are a remarkable inspiration to so many women. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing your story with us today. Well, and thank you for asking me. It was, uh, I hope it blesses some, you know, some other mom out there. It will. Thanks again, Heather. Thank you. I have one more action step for you today before you go. But first, I wanted to reveal a little known secret about my husband, Scott. And I know he'd be totally okay with me sharing this, but he is an expert at buying things. Okay, I know that sounds kind of funny, but if you have something that you need, and it could be anything from a snowblower to a boat cover to the hand soap you set next to your sink, ask him to find you the best one. He researches like crazy, reads every review, and will always give you the best recommendations. I don't know what it is, but he just has a knack for it. And it's always the reviews that make it or break it for him. If the item is $20 more expensive, but has 50 more five-star reviews, it's gonna be the winner. And in our world today, reviews are everything, right? 
And I think they just give you confidence that you're not wading into uncharted territory. You already know it's gonna be good. So here's what I want you to do today. If you haven't yet, go leave a review for Self Care Simplified. If this show has made a positive impact on your life in any way, maybe you're looking at your nutrition or your workouts differently, or maybe you're starting to feel your mindset shifting about your body, then I want to know, and others need to hear about it too. Your comments could literally be the exact words that someone needed to hear to dive in, start listening, and begin experiencing life change. Seriously. All right, you've got your marching orders. Go leave a review, and I'll see you back here next week for more Self Care Simplified. Until then, be strong. Be strong.